Hi, I'm Holden Sherman from Miles of Sports Podcast, and today on Mile 19, I'm going to be giving my Sherman senses for November 13th, 2021. My first Sherman sense for today is, man, the Tennessee Titans, they look really good. I think that, you know, losing Derrick Henry was obviously really significant, but I was really impressed with how they won versus the Rams this past weekend. You know, they just obliterated them. Their run game wasn't even good. It's not like Jeremy McNichols and Adrian Peterson were outstanding. Both of them averaged, I believe, under four yards a carry, and Peterson scored at the end of the game when the game was already decided. And, you know, the Rams really scored nine points when it counted because they scored a touchdown, an irrelevant touchdown at the end, which helped fantasy owners more than it helped the Rams get back in that game. It's just really impressive. Um, I was reading an article this weekend, and it's mentioning how their offensive front has been just spectacular. Denico Autry, Jeffrey Simmons, Bud Dupree, and Harold Landry have just been a great front four, and they're really giving their backfield um, filled with players such as like Kevin Byard, who's had a great year um, um, in, in the secondary um, giving them a chance to shine. You know, they've found a way to win games many different ways. Even though they've given up the seventh most yards, the seven most touchdowns in the NFL, and the third most passing yards, and during this three, um, this pretty dominant three-game streak of beating the Colts and giving giving them a, the upper hand, really, in the division um, for the rest of the season as they've won that season season series versus the Colts 2 nothing. Um you know, beating the Chiefs 27 to 3 and now beating beating the Rams. They're averaging um, 18 points per game in those uh, defense offenses are averaging 18 points per game those last three games against them. But that even ranks ninth. You know, now Julio Jones is out for some time. I think that will actually um, open up the game a lot for Jeremy McNichols. And I think that it will give um, him more of a role on offense and will help define Adrian Peterson's role even more because you still got A.J. Brown out there. I know they released um, Josh Reynolds recently but you know i i think their offense is doing a really good job and when are we gonna consider mike rabel one of the more elite coaches in the nfl i mean think about this two years ago we went and beat tom brady and the mvp lamar jackson who the and the ravens who had won 12 straight games last year you know they had a lot of covid stuff and all these issues they still made it to the playoffs and had a chance to win that game versus the ravens late this year, they're 7-2, and two, and they've had to deal with Julio Jones injuries multiple times now. And now Derrick Henry's looking like he is out for the season or is going to be uh, coming back much later. you got to be impressed with them. They just find ways to win games in all facets. You know, they can, they can win the blowout um, like they did versus the Chiefs. You know, they can win um, in dominating fashion and in a, in a blowout just like they did to the Rams. They can win in a shootout like they did versus the Colts. I just love how the Titans are are playing right now. And, you know, Ryan Tannehill has only gotten better since the season started. I know there was a lot of people who were skeptical after the first game, including me, just a little bit. I was a little bit hesitant, but I still thought they'd be fine. Um, you know, after getting obliterated by the Cardinals on, on, at a home game. But, you know, they've looked really good. They've won seven out of their last eight. The one game that they lost was versus the Jets, which is when A.J. Brown and Julio Jones were out. And it's a tough it's tough to win when your top two receivers are out. I don't care who you're playing. Um, they just look really good. I'm, I'm speechless. Just And, you know, they, they've got the Saints coming up this week. If they can go 8-2, and two, they're definitely already looking at, like, 
a playoff spot for their own division. But the question becomes, can they be the one seed? And, you know, maybe with that bye week and, you know, we've got week 18 this year, does that open up the, the door for Derrick Henry to, to come and come return? Because, you know, this team is battle-proof and tested. They've been in the playoffs before and, you know, they, they're hungry. They, they, they've been in the playoffs and been over 500 ever since 2016, um, four to the five times, uh, uh, four to the six times, excuse me. Um, um, and they're just looking to, to be, compete. So I want to see it. Excuse me, three out of the five. Number two, I was right on the Steelers. Five and three after lose after going down one and three, they've got the um the second highest um uh, longest winning streak in the league currently, just behind the Tennessee Titans. And what I love about the Steelers is that they win a lot of close games. Every single game they've won this year has been by one possession. The most they've won by is seven points. And you know they they're very good when it comes late in games. You know they Chris Boswell after being hurt um hurt the week before came in and had a really great game to seal the game versus the Bears and you know you talk about the game versus the Browns where Pat Fryermouth the rookie showed up and stepped up and I know Big Ben is not the same as he was that's why I think they're that's why they're 27th in total yards per game also really low when it comes to passing yards per game but Najee Harris has been really electric and dynamic for them on offense and adds another level to their um, level to their team on offense and they're um, they have no games over 30 points scored which is crazy to think for a team who's five and three but they've also not let a team score over 30 points on them this year um, and you know while they're um, 23rd in points per game on offense they always win the close games uh, and um, they're just really impressive to me. They've got the second lowest point differential for all current playoff teams, only behind the Atlanta Falcons. And, you know, when I just look at the Steelers, I, I look at that defense and, you know, it's tough and gritty and, you know, they've gone through a lot of injuries over the years. But, you know, I think what, what with the Steelers, you always feel is that they're just a bunch of veteran players and a bunch of ma- uh, mature players and they really show up every time. I expect the Steelers to continue this, especially tomorrow versus the Detroit Lions where um, – they're favored a lot, especially at home. And, you know, when you're looking at it, they're going to be tied with Baltimore for the division lead. Who would have thought after after how the Steelers collapsed at the end of last year that they'd be in this spot? But, you know, every year Mike Tomlin finds a way. That's why ever since he's been the coach, he's never, been, he's never gone under 500. There's a reason for that. Okay. Now my three NBA Sherman senses for today. My first one is the Nets, James Harden, Kevin Durant. They're starting to pick it up. KD's leading the league in scoring. No surprise to anyone. I mean, it's just insane. Literally tears his Achilles a little bit over two years ago, and he looks better than ever. I don't know what to explain it, but I don't know. KD's just playing like himself. No explanation needed for that. You know, what I like, though, is James Harden started to pick it up, you know, He's averaging 21.2 points per game in the month of November, which is much higher than he was averaging in October. Both games, he's taken over 15 shots. This this month, he's uh, had at least 28 points. Last night, he was terrific and got to the line 15 times, and he finished with 39 points. And, you know, even through all out, throughout all of his scoring troubles, he's still third in assists, and he still has a high—he's averaging a lot of rebounds for a guard— 
I think sometimes we got to slow down with, you know, these overreactions. You know, when we start a season with players, they're going to go through their phases and stuff like that. They're going to adjust because defenses are going to come in looking the best they ever have because they've had so much time to prepare over the se- over the offseason. I think we got to slow down with stuff like that. James Harden was just having – is having not the greatest span in his career. It, it's an attest to, a testament to how good he is that – you know, he's not averaging 30 points or 25 points and 10 assists a game um, efficiently and getting to the line 12 times or whatever. Um, and we're microanalyzing him when he's averaging 20 points a game, like nine assists a game, like seven rebounds and shooting well from three and okay from the field. And, you know, I think that just shows how good uh, everyone thinks he is. Joe Harris is starting to pick it up from shooting. He was six for six yesterday um, versus the Pelicans in the first half. I think he finished with 24 points. I think he's really vital to them whether Kyrie joins them, uh, their team or not because of his um, ability to space the floor and he can do it at a very high level. I think, you know, his playoff series last year versus the Bucks was not the greatest and I think anyone would agree to that. I don't even think that's a hot take, but I think he's still very vital to this team and if you ask me, I think he's the third most important player on this team, um, not named Kevin Durant and James Harden. I'm not putting Kyrie Irving in that list because he's not with their team currently. I think that, you know, what I also really like is LaMarcus Aldridge has looked really good. Six months ago, five months ago, it wasn't even looking like LaMarcus Aldridge would play another game in the NBA due to his irregular heartbeat. But doctors cleared him, thank God. And he's playing spectacular. He's had so many games where he's been really efficient this year. He's got multiple 20-point games, and he's been off the bench for like the whole season. I think it's really impressive. You know, one game I thought was really good that he had was um, their second game of the year versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, and he had a he had an efficient over 20 points. I thought that was spectacular. Um, I think he adds another element to their offense. I think he's also a very smart player and has been in a lot of high-level situations. He's also desperate and desperate for a championship, too. I, a lot of players on this team are, and I like it. You know, they got Patty Mills on the bench, too, which I like as well. You know, you got Patty Mills and Aldridge, who played together as recently as last year on Spurs. So I like where they're going. You know, they're starting to win games and creep up after that— uh, Frustrating start they had, losing games to the Bucks, and, you know, they lost the game to Charlotte. I know they got obliterated by the Bulls um, on Monday, but, you know, they're starting to turn around. And, you know, last night was a nice win for them, overall team effort. My uh, fourth Sherman sense for today is the Washington Wizards. If someone told me that through 11 games, the Wizards would be the best team in the East, I'd laugh at you. Like, what is, what? That makes no sense. But, you know, they're they're doing it really well, and especially on the defensive end, they're they're fifth in a margin of victory adjusted for strength of opponent, which shows that their wins are legitimate and they're not just feasting on an easy schedule. They're taking advantage of who they're playing and, you know, they're, they're, they're confidently beating them. You know, that game versus Memphis, that was, that was as dominant as it can be. You know, they're also fifth in uh, net, net rating for uh, strength of schedule, which I think is also very important, shows how well their defense is. And they're also uh, fourth, um, they're also top five, I think fourth, um, and def- defensive adju- um, defensive um, rating adjusted for strength of schedule as well. You know, I think they just needed a scenery change. You know, I like how their their team is completely different from last year. I mean, they got four more impact players that they didn't have last year. When you trade Westbrook away, it, it opened up a lane for a lot of players to perform more, you know, because they traded for Harrell, who's motivated as he's ever been. You know, he had this quote, this week talking about how, you know, the Lakers, he didn't feel like he had that much opportunity. Now he's thriving in, in the role he's in on offense. Um, they they signed Daniel Gafford to an extension this past offseason. That's obviously playing 
paying dividends for them after a great trade that they had during the trade deadline last year. Kyle Kuzma has been one of the better rebounders uh, pound per pound for his size this year, which has been spectacular. How he played at the end of the game versus the Cavaliers this week was quite spectacular. And, you know, they got Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who I love. He's also a good friend of Bradley Beal's. And he plays great defense. He, he's a good shooter. He's he's really um, uh, he's, he's a really good veteran. He's been in a lot of high-level experiences. If I'm Bradley Beal, I think it's enticing to stay in in Washington. I don't see a reason why I'd leave. You know, uh, Wes Unsell, Tommy Shepard, they're all doing a good job of, you know, having all these players bought in. They still have a bunch of young talent. Rui Hachimura still hasn't returned. Denny Avdia is getting back in the rhythm of things after – his uh, season-ending injury last year. Thomas Bryan is still coming back soon. I'm planning on coming back soon. The Wizards are in a good spot. They still have Corey Kispert as well. You know, if I'm if I'm a Wizards fan, I'm looking really happy right now. I'm really confident. My fifth um, Sherman sense is that I was wrong on the Bulls. I had the Bulls out of the playoffs. Um, their chemistry is really good. I thought there was going to be an issue with their three-point shooting. But, you know, it's obviously not an issue. They're first in free throw percentage per game and sixth in assist, and that's really hard to do, especially when one of your top two scorers is um, not a three-point shooter and is a guard or a forward like DeMar DeRozan is, but he's playing spectacular. You know, I know Vucevic right now is out in uh, health and safety protocols, but he'll return at some point soon, and I like how, you know, he hasn't even been playing that well recent, um, to start the year. I know he had a really good game versus the New York Knicks earlier in the year, but, you know, overall he's not shooting the ball as much as uh, as well as he he's accustomed to or acclimated to. So I think he'll turn that around too, and I think that will make them even better. And Kobe White still hasn't returned either for them. Um, and he's a, a nice bench scorer, which is I feel like they need that um, to kind of balance out, you know, and to not put everything on DeRozan and Levine. Lonzo Ball has done a good job of filling gaps and filling holes on offense and defense. I love that, you know, he's kind of like a Swiss Army knife. He, he does what he needs to do for the team, and I think – it's really nice. You know, he seems really motivated. It's his first time he could ever pick his team um, in, his, in his career. And I overall like where this team is going. I think that, you know, I'd like to see them make a trade for someone, kind of like a defensive forward. They could get someone like Thaddeus Young, who played for them last year, someone like that who can – or like a Jay Crowder type. I don't think – they wouldn't get Crowder, but a player who plays like him, really tough, can shoot the ball well and play defense for them. I think that would really complement all the players they'd have and give more room for Levine and DeRozan to create because with Pat Williams out for the rest of the year, it seems with his wrist injury, they're missing uh, – they, they kind of have a hole at the four position. I know Javante Green has been with them for a couple of years now and he's playing the power forward for them, but I'd like to see them get someone else too. But overall, I'm, I was wrong on the Bulls and they look really good. They, to me, they, they probably will end up as a top six seed in, in the East. I'm Holden Sherman from Miles of Sports Podcast, and this wraps up Mile 19, where I give my Sherman senses for November 13th, where I talk about how the Tennessee Titans are playing really well, same with the Steelers, and how I've been really impressed by the Washington Wizards. Um, The Brooklyn Nets look like they're getting things along, and I was wrong on the Chicago Bulls. Have a nice day. See everyone on Mile 20.